Welcome to Baby Boomer Tales. My name is Jim. Glad to have you ride along today. You can find us at babyboomertales.com. Once you've arrived at our webpage, there are links to our Facebook page, our Boomers General Store. There are links to many podcast providers where you can find Baby Boomer Tales podcast. A couple of weeks ago, the Munchies interrupted this here podcast. And if you're wondering who the Munchies are, or what the Munchies are, or never heard of the Munchies, or listened to them on this podcast, and wondered what the heck, they're not really chipmunks, what are they? And I explained one time that they kind of look like a cross between a minion, a smurf, and a cornflake. Well, I've been looking at these guys, and I was wrong. Smurfs are blue, and these guys aren't blue. They're kind of light tan, yellowish tan. Well, minions are yellow, you said, but minions are kind of round. These guys are a little bit flat, and they are just shaped like a cornflake. They're pretty good around here, usually. You know, they clean up what's ever dropped on the floor, but they're not a dog. I mean, the dog lives outside. They do their chores around here, and I enjoy having them around, except when they interrupt. We have Get the Munchie and Got the Munchie, but we have a new one. You probably noticed there were more than two voices the other day. That's because we have a new Munchie around here, and his name is Had the. So we have Get the, Got the, and Had the Munchies. Go figure. When I was fairly young, around 10, 12 years old, I remember going to my Uncle Cliff's barber shop, and while I was waiting for a haircut, Uncle Cliff had two chairs going all the time, once in a while, three chairs. He had to wait a while. It was a busy barber shop. Very seldom you could just walk in there and start getting your hair cut. But I'd read comic books. He always had all kinds of, several kinds of magazines. He had like fishing magazines, true crime magazines, comic books, probably some other stuff that I don't really remember. I'd look at those true crime magazines and wonder. Look at the back of the Fisher magazine. There's Charles Atlas saying I could not be a 90-pound weakling anymore. I could have muscles up the wazoo if I just subscribed to his course or whatever. But Uncle Cliff had all kinds of comic books. And between having some around the house, and reading them at the barber shop. I remember some of those so vividly. We had Little Dot. If you remember Little Dot, everything had a dot, like polka dots, you know. Everywhere there were dots. Little Dot. Baby Huey, who was like this gigantic duck. Big, strong, good-natured, huge duck. Baby Huey. Henry. This little totally bald kid that never spoke a word. I don't think Henry ever spoke one word. All the comic books I ever saw of Henry. Now don't get the comic books mixed up with comic strips in the newspaper. Although some of these guys had a comic strip also. I'm just referring to the comic books that I can remember as I was growing up. Little Lotta. Now Little Lotta was a big old girl. And she liked to eat a whole bunch. One comic strip cover had her eating about a 10-scoop ice cream cone. And I don't know if that would fly today. I really don't. People get so offended. 
But as I researched Lada, and I started to remember her as I was reading about her, she was a very good-natured girl that was quite strong, and she did encounter bullies, both against her and against friends of hers, and she took care of the bullies pretty well. She had a kind heart, but she was a big, strong gal that liked to eat. That was the main joke of it always and back in the 40s I think when Lotta first came around maybe people weren't aware so much of how other people felt. Now don't get me wrong I'm not all about getting offended easily and all that stuff. I'm not. I think we get offended way too easily here in the 21st century but I also don't think that we need to make fun of people either. And so as I was reading about little Lotta it did my heart good to see that she stood up for not only herself, but the oppressed as well. Makes me want to have an ice cream cone. Little Lotta, my new hero. Richie Rich. Remember Richie? This little rich boy. And he always wore a suit. I could never figure out, if you have that much money, why don't you wear what you want to wear? Maybe you wanted to wear a suit. I don't know. I think there was a movie about Richie Rich, and I think... Macaulay Culkin played him. I can't really remember it, but I think that's the way that one came down. How about Casper the Friendly Ghost? Casper the friendliest ghost you know. He lived in some haunted house with a bunch of regular ghosts that liked to scare people and kind of made fun of Casper. And Casper was like, really, he reminded me of a ghost Richie Rich. I mean, I think his voice was the same and his head was shaped the same and he kind of looked the same only he was all white without a suit on. Casper was a nice ghost as far as ghosts go. Little Lulu. Now Little Lulu, everybody was little back then. Little Dot, Little Lulu, Little Lotta. Little Lulu was a headstrong girl that did have a circle of friends and she had these ringlet hair. Her hair was in ringlets, so it must have come out in the 20s or 30s originally. Little Lulu. Dennis the Menace. Mr. Wilson. Remember old Mr. Wilson? Dennis would drive Mr. Wilson absolutely crazy. What you gonna do when you got a little boy living next door to you that really likes you? Well, you gonna be Mr. Wilson. Or you could be Wilson the Volleyball. Was it a volleyball or a soccer ball in that show with Tom Hanks where he's stranded on a desert island? I think it's a volleyball. Wilson! Well, I'm Mr. Wilson. Thank you very much. Sad Sack. You know, Sad Sack was created by a soldier while he was in the Army during World War II. Not to be mistaken with Beetle Bailey, Sad Sack was a lot more possibly real. Anyway, as I got a little bit older, there was Archie. Remember Archie, Reggie, Jughead, Veronica, and Betty? I, as a 10 or 12, 13-year-old boy, was in love with Betty. I didn't like Veronica much, although looking back, I probably should have been. She was rich, but I liked that Betty, and I thought Archie was a dode. And I still do. Sorry, Archie. If I could have been any of those characters, I'd have probably been Jughead. That's a fact. Then I got a little bit older, and I discovered Superman comics. And I really liked Superman, but he had a show on TV. Remember? Look, 
Up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane, no! Leaping tall buildings in a single bound, faster than a bullet, more powerful than a train. But Superman comics were okay. Now, as you get older, there's more words, and you've just got to read more. It's not like reading Henry, where he doesn't talk at all. There's quite a dialogue. Comic strips back then, and I was surprised, I really was, as I was studying up on this, about graphic novels and stuff, which we have today, apparently, if you're not familiar with that. They're kind of big, thick comic books with a lot of dialogue back and forth and a lot of complex character profiles. Well, that's what I started to get into with the X-Men and the Fantastic Four and Batman. I was getting a little older, a little bit older, probably 14, 15. I even bought some of those. Comic books would cost a dime when I was a boy. The next thing I want to talk about is candy. Candy when you were a kid, just nothing quite like it. It's better than vegetables, I'll tell you that right now. I think I was a candy addict. And here are some of the candy I remember from when I was a little kid right up to probably going to the show when I was 14, 15, 16 years old. Let's start off with pixie sticks. They're this like paper straw that was filled with this dust. And you bite off or tear off the end of it and you empty that straw into your mouth. And that stuff was effervescent. I'll tell you what. Different flavors. Grape and strawberry and whatever. Pretty tart. They were pretty good. Dum-dums. Those were little suckers. Little round suckers. I think you can still get those like at a bank drive through Stuff like that. Tootsie Pops. Another sucker. Big round sucker. Had Tootsie Roll in the center of it. My favorite of those was the chocolate one, but they had strawberry, grape, etc. again. Sweet tarts, talk about effervescent. Man, those things, they'd make your jaw just almost hurt. They were so sour. Lifesavers, you know, the candy with the hole in the middle. That was my dad's favorite. He always had a roll of lifesavers on him. Usually the butter rum. When he died, all of his grandchildren threw a roll of lifesavers in his casket before they closed it up. Okay, bit of honey. I didn't like that very much, but bit of honey. They reminded me of sugar daddies, kind of, a little bit. Or sugar babies, which we talked about. And the sugar daddy was nothing like a black cow. Black cow was that caramel on a stick also, but they dipped it in chocolate. And that was good. That and fire sticks. I got when I went to the movies there at the El Graham Theater. Barbara Leatherman would sell me one of each nickel apiece. I spent a dime on that stuff. Here's something I never really liked, but if you offered it to me, I'd eat it. I don't remember ever buying it, really. They weren't my favorite. Neckos. They're little flat wafers in different flavors. and I never thought they were very sweet or very good. I kind of liked the licorice one. How about candy cigarettes? You could have Lucky Mites instead of Lucky Strikes. Or Pell Smell instead of Pall Mall. They kind of changed the words of it, you know. There's different brands that you could pretend you were smoking. But I didn't really pretend I was smoking too much. I was eating that candy. 
they were a little white stick with a little red on the end of it. I guess they represented the fire of the cigarette burning. My favorite candy bar in the whole wide world still is to this day Cherry Mash. It's made in St. Joe, Missouri. I always knew that too. Even when I was a little kid, it must have said it right below the name of the candy bar. Cherry Mash, St. Joseph, Missouri. My second favorite candy bar, and I still like it except not as much as I used to, Butterfinger. In fact, I don't really even, hardly even eat candy anymore. I've lost 42 pounds, and uh, candy and pop are two of the things I kind of kicked out of my quality of life, and I'm better for it. Here's one for you, Pez. Remember the Pez dispenser? Almost like a bobblehead. They had, you know, and you could flip it open and be Goofy or Daffy Duck or Superman, the head of it. And you could buy new things to fill that dispenser, the candy. Uh, I didn't think the candy was that great, but I like those dispensers. But every time I got one, I busted it. So they didn't last very long. Licorice. Black licorice. Now, I liked red licorice, too, and we always called it licorice. Now, as I was looking, I couldn't really find black licorice at all, and the red licorice they call vines. Now, I know the red was not truly licorice. I know that. I was born at night, but not last night. But the vines, I don't know. I, I guess, you know, whatever. Whatever sells, right? Root beer barrels. One little piece of candy wrapped in cellophane. You open it up and stick it in your mouth. It's shaped like a barrel, miniature barrel, and it tastes like root beer. Here's one. Maybe you remember these. Little wax bottles. You bite the end off and there's a little bit of liquid in it. And, you gluck, gluck. and then you can chew on that wax, kind of like gum. Still has some flavor from whatever that liquid was inside. Wax bottles. We were talking about Tootsie Roll Pops or Tootsie Pops earlier. How about the Tootsie Roll? I always liked those. Orange slices. They came in a big bag, you know, something your mom would buy at the store and bring home for company or something. I liked those. They kind of sugar-coated, and the sugar would melt in your mouth, and then eventually uh, you'd chew on that orange, but maybe you'd use it like a mouth guard at first stuff, goof around. Orange slices. Kind of made out of the same stuff as dots. Dots were probably the shape and size of a thimble. And there are different flavors of dots. Here's one. Big Hunk. It's a big, long, kind of flat, white bar in a black packaging. And all I can think is, I think there's some kind of nuts in it and stuff. It wasn't terrible. But I associate it with my grandma would make the stuff at Christmas called Divinity. I think that's what it was called. And it was white. And I think it kind of tasted like a Big Hunk. So we'll say that Big Hunks are just a commercialized bunch of Divinity. M&Ms. Melt in your mouth, not in your hand. I like the peanut ones better. As I'm older now, I just soon have the others without the peanuts just because they kind of melt in there. Mr. Goodbar. Kind of a Hershey's with peanuts in it. Milk Duds. I like those. I think those were chocolate covered. Uh, was it been caramel? Probably. A Clark Bar. That was kind of like a Butterfinger. Only had something else in, in the middle of it. It was pretty cool. 
Baby Ruth. I wasn't crazy about Baby Ruth, but I'd eat them. Here's one. Now you need more than one. How about a pocket full? Chocolate coins. They look like a half dollar or a doubloon or piece of eight or something, you know. Pieces of eight. Pieces of eight. And you peel that and take a minute to peel that gold or maybe silver cover off of it. And then you have this flat round chocolate pop it in your mouth. Those are probably better for me because it take a while to peel those to get to the chocolate. Chocolate coins. I never liked peppermint very much unless it was soft peppermint. Junior Mints is a classic example of that. Now I do like peppermint except for those red and white like candy canes or those red and white pieces of mint, peppermint. And the last one on our Candy Lane trip here, Chico Stick. I think they had peanut butter in them. I like those. Comic books and candy were an integral part of life as a kid in the 1950s and the 1960s. I'm sure in some respects they still are, although society as a whole is more conscious about too much candy. In comic books, I referred to this earlier, maybe they're still out there, but they are very involved and not something simple like Richie Rich anymore, I do believe, but I don't know. Always be kind. If for nobody else than yourself, it's worth the effort. After a while, as you practice kindness, you'll find it's no effort at all. I'll be back next Wednesday. Peace out.